what is going on he she's and face of the world good morning and good afternoon how are we doing is it noon i think it's about one uh, 134 i did not mean to start this so late but here we are it's a crisp crisp 60 degrees on a nice monday morning monday afternoon we just saw this part we just figured this part out <laughs> but anyways what is going on if you're here you probably understand that this is a, another white man making a podcast yes you heard it here first folks this breaking news another white guy with another podcast it's just how we do it's just how we live it's um you know we have nothing else really to do it's just we just start talking we're like well i think people would find this interesting so i should i should give it to the world <laughs> um at least you know usually people who start podcasts have some sort of skills or you know are experts in some sort of field me i'm just winging it um i'm, I'm an expert in nothing uh i do a lot of stuff though i guess you know kind of that um what is the word jack of all trades master of none kind of guy this is kind of me but you know so yeah welcome to the first uh episode of i'm you know i kind of fell off there I think I want to call this the oxymoronic show. I, I like that name. By the way, it rolls off my tongue. Um, we might have a dog fight here in a second. The, the pups are looking at each other. But anyways, you know, I've been thinking about calling it the oxymoronic show. Uh, I like the name. By the way, it rolls off my tongue. Um, you know what? You know what? I'm making the call right now. We're doing it right here. It, it's going to be the oxymoronic show. I like it the most. There's no reason to keep fighting around with a name and, you know, playing Twister with ideas. I like it, you know. I need to start being more uh, more upfront and more um, definitive in my decisions. So, that's what we're going. Um, decisive, that's the word, in my decisions. So, that's uh, that's what we're going with. So, welcome to the, um, hang on, let's go. Let's reverse that. Let's go ahead and, let's go ahead and get rid of that part real quick. So, um, hello and welcome to the first installment of the oxymoronic show thank you thank you thank you for uh for coming and you know the long drive you know we got people here from florida here uh you know to watch this you know that's that's a trip it's a long trip if i um about to yell here because my dog is currently scratching up her bed she likes to dig i don't i don't get it this the little one we got a puppy named sage and she loves to just dig into this bed and she's doing it less than 10 feet from the mic right now so i'm sure you can hear it um which is good you know she wants to be involved she wants to be uh, included which i understand you know sometimes sometimes you just want to be around you know you want to be included in the in the podcast you know especially when you're so young you know you all you think about is the limelight you know she she watches a lot of tiktok and sees all these influencers and she wants to be there, you know, she wants to, she, she wants to be like the Emilio family, family, she wants to have a, um, wants to have a nice big career in dancing, I, you know, is it dancing? I don't really think they do anything, I gotta be honest, I think we give way too much props and way too much limelight to people that don't do anything, but what you should do is give me limelight and credit, um, because I don't do anything, but I might make you laugh unironically. Like, you're not going to laugh at me ironically. You're going to laugh with me unironically. At least that's what I like to think, you know. You're not going to catch me doing any dance videos. <laughs> or you might, because maybe one day I need to get some uh, I need to get some views out there. You know how it goes. My girlfriend just sent me an 8-ball invitation. So while, we, while we're sitting here talking, I am going to try and kick her ass real quick. She is at school currently. Which is, she's supposed to be, well, I guess she's not in class. She's right in between classes right now. 
And so I'm setting up. I sunk my first one, so I get to go, get to go again. I know this got to be riveting. So this is, um, as you've noticed, is an audio podcast. Um, you know, currently in the world, every like every podcast is video, but that's way too much work for me right now. I'm already working on two different videos. I'm about to shoot a third video, and the editing is obnoxious. And so, you know, just for now, um, it's also just because of the way my cameras are. You know, it's not very easy to set it up and go. Um, so it's actually a goal of mine is hopefully I'll, you know, build enough revenue or build enough um, enough income from doing this stuff to hopefully put it back into the production of it. So hopefully I can get a new camera from it, from doing all this stuff, which is my goal. Uh, I want to get a Canon M50, which is a nice little uh, vlogging camera or streaming camera. And I could, I want to use that for these, but until then I'm going to, you know, keep it low. And plus, you know, this nice little audio thing, you know, you can listen to me on Spotify probably and, you know, I'll set it up to, you know, get some listens on some different platforms and it just makes it a little bit easier. So you know how it goes, living life. But yeah, so anyways, you know, this is just going to be me talking. Sage, she's eating the harness of her sister's harness right now. No, ma'am. Sage, that's enough. That's enough. You know, I've been trying to, every time I record something, it's usually I'm waiting for the dogs to get quiet or, you know, go to sleep. Um, and now I'm getting to the point where I realize I'm going to just have to include them in the, the recordings. They're going to be a part of it. They just, they're menaces. They never want to stop. It's like having a baby, you know, it's you literally you can't stop staring at it because if you do it's gonna eat a box of crayons shit in its crib and probably crash a car so it's like you know you gotta watch you gotta you gotta keep an eye out so i'm just gonna include all this stuff but yeah so basically the show is gonna be uh you know it's just kind of me talking about the week uh talking about topics that i want to talk about um kind of recapping how things are going for me you know in terms of production and things that i'm working on uh, you know, this is gonna be a hodgepodge of things. I might have guests on. I might have some a few friends out here. We'll see. Uh, I don't really have any other creative friends or friends that make stuff. But I do have a bunch of friends that I find very funny. Um, you know, and some of them are shy and they might not want to come on. But uh, I do have one lined up with my uh, my buddy Zeke. Uh, hopefully he'll get on here with me at some point. But that's just like I gotta get it. You know, set a time and stuff because he. He's been talking about it, and he loves um, what I've been doing with games and stuff. And you know, it's, I think everyone kind of wants to, you know, at some point be able to make their own things and work on their own things. Kind of rambling right now, but I'm also playing eight ball again. I'm striped, by the way. If you're keep for the folks keeping up at home, but yeah, because Zeke is um, if you know Zeke, but you don't know Zeke, well. Everyone watching this probably knows Zeke because I'm the first one. This first video is probably gonna be friends and family. I know. I understand, guys. I'm not. I'm not there yet. But Sage, enough. Stop chewing on that. Yeah, enough. She's giving me the scariest freaking eyes right now when I did that. But um, you know, Zeke's a little pro wrestler. He's on. He's on his way up. Uh, that that dude is so freaking talented. And just everyone that in his like circle of wrestlers knows it and you know shouts him out and I can tell he's going somewhere with it but he's um he's also got his own media page made up on YouTube and he wants to get into gaming and stuff like this as well and you know we've talked about doing some collab stuff so hopefully I can get him on here once or twice and we can we can chat it up about being dorks and you know growing up in our little lame town and stuff like that he's an awesome dude and me and him I mean me and him go back to soft like freshman and sophomore year of high school and I mean we're we're just we're the coolest dudes you're gonna meet, honestly. But yeah, so I guess I could kind of talk about myself. Um, kind of get into the details of my life right now. 
so actually this is all you know i just started doing all this stuff about two weeks ago um uh and by this stuff i mean recording stuff for youtube working on production ideas that i've had for a long time uh, i'm also a photographer and that's another thing i've been working on is my photography as well i actually just opened up a print shop uh last friday and so by the time this is or when this is out that you'll you'll know about it it's uh yeah i mean things are going pretty great I recently moved up to the mountains in North Carolina. I live in Asheville with my girlfriend. Uh, we moved up here. Um, oh my gosh, moved up here in July, and it's been amazing. When we first moved up here, though, I had a part-time or a full-time job at, a, at Kohl's, the department store, and it was kind of shit. <laughs> By kind of shit, I mean it was shit. It was not that much fun. Um, it was actually no fun at all. It was kind of a horrible job. It was actually, it was a little fun, though. I had some uh, I had some great coworkers and really nice people that I worked with um, that were bummed to see me go, but I um, I just got to the point where I was like, I need, I have this money saved up, you know, I've done nothing but work my ass off these last few years since I, you know, was able to start working and have started working, um, and so I was like, why not take some time off and work on the things that I love and enjoy and, you know, want to work on. And, you know, for me, that's like I said, photography and, you know, YouTube ideas and productions, things that I've really always kind of had my heart in and always had my mindset to, but just never had the time to get into. And it's been great so far. I mean, my real goal at some at some point in my life is to run my own production company or be in some shape or form, be a part of one or, you know, have my own. And so this is kind of the way I see a start for it. You know, I want to, you know, if I can, you know, get... <clears throat> You know, if I can get big on YouTube or, you know, get viewers and things like that through there and, you know, get used to talking and doing my little productions, things like this, and as well as photography and hopefully moving into more uh, video stuff, um, I could build up my way up. And that's really, you know, the way I see in because I know the Hollywood route and movie route, you know, the big, the big leagues is not what I'm looking for anymore in terms of, you know, just how things were growing up, you know, when you want to get into movies or production, it's like, you know, you have to go here, you have to go meet someone in Hollywood, you have to know somebody, and, um, you know, I'm trying to use the internet as best I can to, you know, skip all of that and do my own thing, so, did you just sneeze? Bless you. I think she barked, but it sounded like a sneeze, it sounded very nasally, very nasally bark, if you will, but yeah, so, um, you know, I quit my job, um, beginning of October, and now I've been just hanging out since then. And by hanging out, I mean just about, <laughs> I've given myself like three days off since then, you know, in terms of not working. I mean, I wake up every morning now, I'm sitting down on my computer and putting in at least eight hours a day every day, you know, working on videos, working on production. I keep saying productions, but I'm working on ideas, basically. I'm, I'm learning, I'm, get, I'm getting knowledge on the things I enjoy and, um, you know, putting in time towards photography and things that I've never given myself time for, like I said, and it's been amazing. It's really, I, you know, I cannot recommend it enough right now. Um, please, if you can, you have the means quit your job and do something that you enjoy for like two weeks minimum, you know, find another job. There, there's plenty right now. And you know, also do that to your own, you know, extent, you don't actually have to do that, but you know, I'm in a very privileged place right now and a very uh, lucky place where I can do this kind of stuff and just kind of, you know, get experience and grow a little bit in my own show. And it's been awesome, you know. You know, right now going on, the world is the, uh, or in the world, in the, our country. I guess, I think it is in uh, uh, other big countries too. It's like, not in Europe, because Europe's a continent. But in like Britain, things like that is the great resonation. 
where basically everyone's going, hey, you treat me like shit in my job, and so I'm going to stop working because you don't pay me enough to treat me like shit. And I think it's amazing. Oh, my God. It's what it's one of the most exciting things you can see as someone, you know, coming into the workforce and coming of age at 20. It's like, hey, please, please, this world needs to change because there's so much broken shit. It's like all of it. Every time you turn around, especially once you become a real adult, it's like all this shit's busted like this shit broke 20 years ago and everyone's just like eh, we'll just you know we'll put some duct tape on it hope no one looks at it or figures it out but now you know the pipes are bursting and the tubs flowing over flood uh overflowing and you know it's it's bad shit i mean no one's getting paid enough to do their jobs and everyone's getting treated you know or expected to do even more at their jobs that's why you know i quit myself i you know i was you know, i was working a job that is already a bullshit department store job and getting asked to do five different things in a day and you know, getting, you know, people being upset with me when I don't get my shit done, and it was too much, it was, it's way too much, and it's really, it's an exciting thing to see right now in the world, to watch people, um, you know, change the world, and it's nice, and I'm happy I can be a part of it, because I really hope me being out of the workforce puts some uh, pressure on people that want to treat workers like shit, I think they deserve it, and I think they need to have a wake-up call, because there's not enough of us to, um, not enough of us who are going to go back to work and work shitty jobs unless they treat us better. And it's a good thing. It's a really positive thing for us to not be in the uh, workforce. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, that was a pretty long tangent about, you know, how I feel about the world right now. Uh, I promise it's not always going to be negative like this <laughs> or serious. I'm usually pretty, pretty lighthearted, pretty funny, but it's, it's true. It's how I feel about the world. It's like, I mean, it's like the doo-doo bag is full. The doo-doo is overflowing. And, you know, employers are asking the employees to, you know, hold it down with their hands. And it's like, no, just why'd you let it get full? Why didn't you get a bigger bag? You know, this isn't our fault. This is your fault. And I'm not going to sit here and hold the bag for you. I'm going to drop it on your toes and I'm going to leave. And then you're going to get another employee to come pick it up with their bare hands. And then they're going to do it because, you know, they don't have the means to quit like I do. But, you know, you're going to keep drinking people like shit. And you're going to get to a point where you have 10 employees for a 50 employee job. And it's just it's ridiculous man it's uh it's rough and i i think people are way too harsh on the people that are quitting and the people that aren't going to work right now instead of realizing that we live in a country that allowed 700,000 people to die and you know it's it's rough i mean it's it's a lot and you know the, i think the labor shortage isn't just people not wanting to work it's that people can't work they're gone you know we lost a lot of souls Anyways, let's get out. Let's get out of this uh, depressing topic. This is a great first episode. You know, getting right into the the meat and potatoes of sadness. Anyways, uh, hopefully this will be like a weekly thing that I do. Um, about thirty minutes. I want to do like thirty minutes. You know, short little episodes, things like that. Because I don't think I could talk for an hour yet. I probably could talk for an hour, but I'm already losing my breath because I talk way too much and way too fast. <laughs> so, and usually I do not have that much time to record because my dogs are going batshit crazy. Knock on wood. But they're taking a nice little lovely nap together. Maybe, you know, I've been thinking, because, you know, for this being an audio podcast and I'm going to put it on YouTube, is I want to, you know, I'm going to put something over it on YouTube, you know, like a picture, you know, while it plays. And maybe I'll put pictures of them, do like a nice little slideshow for everyone to see so they can know what I deal with every day, <laughs> these dumbasses. But yeah, man, um, you know, great resignation. You know, if you haven't quit your job yet, maybe you should. Or don't. Don't. Don't do it unless you have the means to do it, you know? Or you want another job, because you can probably find a better job right now. 
But anyways, let's get into more fun topics. Um, let's get into, oh my gosh. It's just anything I've been doing. Uh, yeah, I've been working on some projects recently, some gaming stuff. Hopefully that stuff will be out by the time. Uh, yeah, I'll have the gaming videos out before this comes out. Um, and those are those have been fun, but it's definitely a challenge learning how to, to talk to yourself in an empty room. You know, it's, it's definitely nerve-wracking, especially when you think constantly that someone's going to hear you or someone's watching you the whole time or, like, observing you. It's weird. It's, um... Because you have this feeling like, you have to perform or, you know, you, you don't really know how you talk by yourself, right? You just, when you're talking, you generally, when you're having dialogue or when you're talking, you're having dialogue or, you know, you're talking to multiple people and, you know, you're, you're matching their energy or you're excited and it's natural. But when you're just talking to yourself in an empty room, it's fucking weird. It's like, like I'm the only noise going on right now in this room other than my computer that's making sounds, but it's like, I'm just talking to myself in a room. And I can hear the echoes and the silence. And it definitely, it gives you a new perspective of the media you watch. Like someone like me, I watch so many podcasts and videos on YouTube and things like that. And you don't really understand, you know, how someone has to perform up to a certain level. Like if you know, like Curtis Connor, the commentator on YouTube, or he runs a commentary on YouTube, you know, he, he's one man show, you know, there's, he's the one making the jokes and being funny and it's weird. It's very strange just doing that by yourself and it's impressive and it's definitely a skill you have to learn or, you know, get used to. I think it's definitely um, a talent in there too as well. You know, some people can probably just turn that on, uh, like good public speakers, but, and, you know, or people that are just naturally good at talking and, you know, generally I find myself being good at talking or having dialogue, but speaking an empty room is a whole different version of dialogue it's a it's not dialogue it's monologue you know and it's weird and wow we're already at 20 minutes holy shit i've not even gotten into the fun stuff yeah so um oh my gosh what kind of fun stuff oh i'm pretty sure i took the best picture of my life on saturday uh i, I don't want to say i haven't peaked in my photography because of this picture because i have so much more room to grow and so many more pictures i can take and do but I definitely have set the new bar for what I want my pictures to look like. And it's weird because I took this picture and I look at it and I I'll, I'll, actually I'll put it up in the, in the show, the little slideshow, hopefully the dogs and stuff. But I mean, this picture is, I just think it's gorgeous in every way. And it's something that sets aside from my other work that I've done and other pictures I've taken. And it's, it's beautiful in my opinion, but it's something that it's weird because I know I took a good picture. I know, like, you know, with, when it comes to certain pictures and, and like things I've taken, I look at them and I go, that's shit. You know, like, I don't like it. Or, you know, I have this very objective look towards it. Like, oh, I like these aspects of it. I did these things right. But I just overall don't like this picture. But with this picture, I just can't stop looking at it. And um, I'm impressed with myself, honestly. I think I really nailed it for once. But in the same aspects um you know generally i post pictures that i've taken and you know don't have like these feelings for and you, i just know oh this is my work this is the things i've taken and i post them they get like a few likes i'm like okay cool that's awesome it makes you, you know it makes you feel good because you know you get that you get that satisfaction of other people enjoying what you've done but with this picture i posted it and i didn't get as many likes i thought it would as fast as it would and in my head i was thinking i was like this is a picture i'll get famous for but i didn't you know the you know, reality hit and I you know a few I got like three or four likes within two hours 
And so, I mean, and that was on like Twitter and then Instagram was like 12 in the same time period. Cause you know, Instagram has a, Instagram has a higher liking per minute period than Twitter does because Twitter that's, I mean, Twitter's like the trenches. Uh, I mean, honestly, especially compared to fucking Instagram, <laughs> but it's in a way it's weird because in my heart, I know that even though it didn't get the likes and the performance that I wanted it to and the numbers I wanted it to right off the bat, I know that's a picture that's going to define me in my work. Like that's something that I always want to make other work equal to or above this now. Like I need, I I have a bar. I like, I know what my capabilities are now and I have to, you know, propel myself and force myself, not force myself, but you know, I have to do better basically. And it's, it's just, it's interesting. Cause I mean, you know, so far photography has always been this thing where it's fun. It's my hobby and I enjoy it and you know, I've gotten paid for it and I want it to become part of a career. But now it's like, you know, I want to aim to do better. You know, I don't really just want it to just be a career. I want it to be who I am. You know, it's not, obviously photography is not my personality. It's not, <laughs> you know, I'm not just a photographer, but it's something that I want to define me. You know, I want people to see my work and see that and go, Oh, this is him, you know, you know, Jake took this picture of that time, you know, this is, I mean, it's amazing, you know, I want people to hang it on the wall and say, oh, that's a Tamburo work, <laughs> you know, it's, I think it's very satisfying, and honestly, speaking of Tamburo work, you know, I did, I posted my print shop, and I, you know, it did more numbers than I expected, I mean, I didn't even really have a standard and idea of what it would do, and I mean, I was just blown away by the kindness and the support that I received from people, and I mean, it really, it really, uh, it blew me away, and it, you know, it, it warmed my heart, but also gave me that standard of I now I have a mark, you know, I have a bar that I need to keep working towards. I need to keep going above and beyond. Uh, you know, obviously it's not going to happen every time. That's reality. I'm not always going to perform to that level, but it's what I want my standard to be now. You know, I want, I want to do work so well that people would purchase it and put it on their walls or people would think of me. And, you know, I want, when people think of me, they'll think of that work, you know, that's what, that's what I'm aiming for. And it, it means a lot. And I just feel myself really coming into who I want to be as a photographer and uh, as a creator. And I really, I'm really enjoying that perspective and I'm really enjoying growing as myself. I mean, moving out was, um, you know, it's tough when you realize that you're moving away from home for the first time, you know, away from family and parents, but it gives you so much room to be who you want to be and who you're going to be. And I'm not saying I couldn't have done that at home, but I definitely could have. It's just, I mean, when you're forced away from, not forced away, <laughs> but when you're away from home, I mean, the place that you've grown up, you know, you, you come out, you leave a box and you get into a bigger box. And, you know, I, I felt like at home I was, I grew to the, I, you know, I covered my box. I was, in, I was at the edges, you know, I, I was, you know, I was pushing against the fucking screws and the nails trying to get out of it. <laughs> and now here I am and the box is huge. And now I'm, I'm going to grow until I fill it up and hopefully bust out of it. And, you know, just keep going from there. But it's it's an awesome experience and it's been a great perspective change. And honestly, it's just, um, I don't know. I don't really know how to describe it in a word or two, a few words other than all that, you know, tangent I just went on about it. It's 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 awesome. It really is. And it's like, like I said earlier, if you have a chance to, you know, pursue something that you love, even, you know, part time or just whenever you can, definitely do it. And um just watch yourself grow and, you know, figure out a standard. I think that's something I wish I had found earlier was a standard for myself and what I want my work to be instead of just willy nilly. You know, I, I really enjoy like, you know, I look at this picture as well as, you know, this alligator picture I've taken, I'll put that up too. Um, 
you know, I think these pictures are pictures that define me almost, you know, these are, these are my, this is my work that I enjoy the most. And this is what I want my work to, you know, look like, and, you know, I want it to have a distinct idea or feel to it. So, yeah, I mean, but that's, <laughs> besides that, that, that was a, you know, that's my tangent of best work of my life. Um, in terms of filming stuff for YouTube and doing gaming stuff is, oh my God, that's a different, <laughs> that's a whole different fucking world. <laughs> um, that's because though, you know, it's my first time doing any of this shit and talking to myself and trying to be funny while I play video games, which, you know, generally I think I'm a funny person. I think that, you know, I'm just funny, uh, kind of like, like free willed funny, you know, I'm funny because of the people around me and the things I can make from what people say and how, just how I live. But now, you know, it's just me in a room trying to make funny out of games that I've played or playing, and it's tough. It's definitely weird because you have to get into a, a not really a mindset, but a performance kind of way. Uh, you know, I used to DJ before I moved, and I, you know, this is actually where I struggled with, with microphones and speaking, you know, to people, because I, you know, it's the projection and keeping your voice up and, you know, sounding good, and, you know, you have to listen to yourself time and time again to start to mold your voice into who you're going to be and to mold your voice into, you know, entertaining one. You know, I can tell you right now, my gaming videos, I think they're kind of good. I think they're funny, but I know I'm not an entertainer yet. I'm not, I'm nowhere near the level that I want to be at yet. And that's okay because these are my, I'm starting off, you know, these are my first things, you know, and I'm happy because I'm looking at them and going, okay, these are my first videos. They're not great. And that's good because I, the bar isn't, up yet you know i haven't set that standard for myself yet i kind of i can build up to it i have so much room to grow into it and become who i want to be with it and it's awesome and i really hope these you know go from you know gaming videos into something you know more you know you know comedy skits or more videos and things like that and it's um it's definitely interesting and it's definitely uh i don't know a challenge as well as a lesson at the same time which you know i guess all things you know especially when you feel like you're failing at it or not doing as well as you could yet, but you know, that's, that's what life is, is challenging yourself and learning from your challenges and your failures. So, I mean, that's definitely, it's definitely uh, weird and I'm prepared to get made fun of by my family for doing this kind of stuff. And by, I mean, people in general, I mean, this is going to come with it, uh, you know, negative feedback and people not, you know, getting the humor, my humor and things like that, but it's okay because I'm, I'm, you know, I'm starting and I'm finding an audience. I'm going to figure out, you know, who likes it and who doesn't. And I mean, gaming stuff goes fucking, you know, all across social media and the world at this point. I mean, there's so many people that enjoy just watching people play games. So I'm hoping I can be one of those people for a little bit, at least, you know, or a while. I don't know. I didn't, but I do enjoy playing games and it'd be really cool to have a community of people that enjoy me watching games. So that's just a goal, you know, an idea, something I'm moving towards and hoping to get to. Speaking of those projects though, oh my fuck, because I've, I've got two right now that are um, editing and trying to finish up um my first idea was to play uh I, pl I played the shit out of some halo and so my idea was to play halo 2 on legendary for the first time because that's something i'm doing uh with free time is playing the halo games on legendary uh being reached so far in the uh halo 1 and so i was gonna go into halo 2 and you know record that and do it and it just it was nice because i learned that i don't want to do that because those are games that are special to me and i don't want to you know make it a performance when i play those games or try to be funny i like to just those are my games i like to play when i just have nothing else to do and you know, i just want to sit down and enjoy it so that was nice but you know this is leaning into that i completely fucked up the recordings and the videos and the, but 
in the same time, they were the same kind of fuck-ups in these two other videos. Uh, not the same kind of fuck-ups, but it was the same awkwardness at first, but I didn't like that I wasn't at a performance level, you know? It was just me kind of talking and being sour and boring almost. And so it was a nice uh, way to learn. But at the same time, I kept having these issues with the editing where I accidentally deleted the footage and then I recovered the footage and then I edited the footage. And two hours later, the program shut down on me. And since the program shut down on me, I lost all the footage that I worked on again. And so I had to completely redo it. And it just, and also I, um, between my camera work and the way I had, had shot it, it just didn't add in correctly or didn't look right. Or it was too, it was a lot of work to sync the audio to the video. And I was like, man, <laughs> you know what? This one's scrapped. I can't do this one. <laughs> so there's uh there's forbidden lost footage already of me trying to play Halo 2. And it's, it's okay, but you know, it was a good... It was a good start for me to see for myself and not show the world how shitty I am already or how shitty I, I am starting off. Um, you know, and I, at first I was fine with it, uh, you know, with showing before I had all these issues. I was like, yeah, this is a little awkward and weird. I don't enjoy it, but I have to make something. You have to start off. And that's the biggest thing I've learned and have learned from people is, who get into this kind of thing or into production or their own just YouTube things or you know, you can sit around all day and talk about doing it or think about doing it, but until you start and make your first shitty video, you know, you're not really going anywhere. You have to have a start and that, you know, that start is your bar and that's your standard for first, the first time. And you, you know, the next time you, you go a step up or, in, uh, you know, two steps up, you start learning and doing better as time progresses. So, so yeah, that was awesome. Losing so much footage that I've, you know, spent like six hours probably on, uh, no, I'd say, Altogether, recording, editing, I probably spent like a solid five hours on. That's just time gone from my life, but that's okay because you know what? I enjoyed it and I learned from it and I spent eight hours a day working at a fucking shitty department store, so <laughs> I've wasted my life in worse ways. Um, let me just hit the 30-minute mark. I'm going to go a little bit more because I'm kind of in a roll. I'm enjoying this talking shit. I'm kind of, I feel like I'm doing pretty good. So, yeah, I mean, just learning is tough, especially when you're teaching yourself how to do things but it's so i'm not really refreshing but it's enjoyable because you're learning the things that you enjoy so i guess it is refreshing is what i meant to say you know it's nice because i'm i'm learning about the things i've always wanted to do and even though there's challenges and it's kind of a struggle it's a lot better than working at home or not working at home but working at a department store and fucking, you know, spending eight hours doing annoying customers or checking people out and, you know, running around picking orders. You know, it's it's fulfilling because I'm doing what I want to do finally instead of doing what other people wanted me to do or working for someone else. It's it's nice. Especially in a bullshit department store, man. Man, I, I could go on a fucking tangent about department stores. They're such bullshit, man. I'm telling you, especially Kohl's, I'm telling you, that store is a place that knows it's going to go under in 10 years. And so they're just trying to get as much money in the executive's pockets as they fucking can. I mean, every employee there is treated like shit. It's ran horribly from every, every store is ran different, but they're all ran shitty. Um, it's rough, man. It is not an enjoyable experience. I'm telling you. Well, okay. It's kind of enjoyable because the people are fun, but you get paid shit and you get paid less than every other department store, which is why no one wants to fucking work there. I mean, I go into a tangent. <laughs> I'm not gonna call a sponsor anytime soon. <laughs> I will say their best thing though, which is nice, is the Amazon returns that you can do there. That's pretty fucking tight. But that's also a thing where it's like, 
Amazon is just, you know, cheaping out from having like brick and mortar stores and, you know, having to do anything with returns, you know, they just get more money from that fucking revenue or from that stuff. But that's a whole other tangent. I don't want to get into a business thing. I'm not a very business person. Well, I say that I know some shit about business. I just never went to business school because <laughs> I don't, I never went to, well, I went to school, but I dropped out because, you know, big pimping. All right, so I got some more topics written down. I actually wrote down some topics to talk about. Yeah, can you believe that? I've been actually kind of just riffing and going off these topics, like, kind of, like, subconsciously. But I've been I've been fucking killing it, let's be honest. But, yeah, so, um, gaming experience. Oh, yeah, so I don't know if anyone, I'm sure people have it, or you know of it, the Oculus Quest 2. I got some complaints. Well, I don't have any complaints. I enjoy it. I, you know, I it was a $300 purchase that I made. Because I was like, it was one of my like big like spoiling myself things before I moved out. And I was like, you know, I want to enjoy this. I want to play some games on this thing and play with my friends on it. And so I got it. And I tried to pick it up again the other day. Um, and maybe it's because I'm an adult. <laughs> well, no, I don't think it's because I'm an adult now. I, or an adult. I'm the same age as I was when I played it before. Um, <laughs> I think it's... Um, I'm trying to think how to describe it. It's tough because it feels like a lot of the games on there make me... A lot sicker than they used to well a lot of the games i bought two different games and i immediately got really sick like an hour after it from motion sickness i guess um well the first one was definitely motion sickness the first one was a world war ii flying game where the second i went upside down i wanted to throw up in the plane <laughs> but you know i'm not actually in a plane it's just my perspective flipped upside down and it was fucking sickening but then there was um the other game i played it was a uh, the sniper elite vr game which, if you don't know, Sniper Elite is, like, a series of games on, like, PlayStation and Xbox. And they ported it into, like, a VR version. I don't they can't, you can't even say port it. It's, like, its own original story. Um, but you play as, like, a World War II sniper. And my biggest thing is, like, with VR games, you know, is I want, like, the realism of, like, reloading a gun. And, like, having to, like, press the buttons on a gun. I feel like that's a really cool thing that you don't get to do, you know, like, in other video games. You know, it's always, like, press X and then you reload. So I thought it was really cool, you know, the, you had to, you know, press the button, pull out your magazine, put the magazine in, you know, pull the hammer, like, hit something to, like, you know, to rack your uh, bullet. Man, was I fucking wrong, though. <laughs> playing playing the Sniper Elite game, you know, you're an old-ass bolt-action World War II sniper. And so every time you shoot, you got to take your hand up, you know, pick the bolt up, pull it back, push it back in, you know, rack your, new, your next bullet. And, oh, my fucking fucking god it was gonna throw it was gonna make me go insane it was every 10 seconds too because you you're shooting like 30 nazis at once or trying to shoot 20 or 30 nazis and so every time i shot a nazi i had to real i had to you know i had to you know rack a new bullet or um you know pull the pull the bolt back and you know half the time you'd miss it or you know it wasn't calibrated right and you couldn't grab it or then you you know you do it and you grab the gun again but then the gun was like an inch closer to your face than it was 10 seconds ago or then you're holding it in a weird way for some reason because it didn't reset like your grip oh man it was rough <laughs> and you know i've seen people enjoy the game and i definitely i was like researching it before i bought it because i didn't want to spend 30 dollars unless i knew i was going to play it and um sure enough you know i played it and it just wasn't as enjoyable as i, as I thought it was going to be i got a refund for it though because i only played it for like an hour and oculus is pretty cool about refunding games but it was rough man and there's and there's like a whole because you know at first it's like you know you have to kill 30 nazis at once and you're sitting there shooting and you know it's like non-stop shooting but you're you know constantly having to <laughs> to to re-rack a bullet and it's just it's rough but then there's like parts of it where it's more stealth mo mode and you have to like sneak around and like try to kill nazis like you know stealthily but oh my fuck that was horrible it was like anytime you took a step 
like out like outside boom all the nazis knew where you were it was like it would tell you too like oh you blew your cover you've alerted them and you would literally just take a half a step it was rough and i'm sure maybe maybe i was playing it wrong or maybe i wasn't going i was going too fast when i walked in the game i don't know man but it was it was a tough experience and it was not as enjoyable as i thought it was going to be but i'm sure other people find it as much fun I just don't know about the realism in VR games yet. Like, I don't know, like, you know, when it comes to, like, having to reload bullets and stuff, I just don't think it's, like, I, like, I'm, like, stuck between, like, do I want more realism in them or do I want, like, the arcade, you know, factor where I point my gun at my at the ground and reload it by shooting it, like, you know? I don't know. I feel like more arcade games would be more fun unless you're looking for a realistic experience, but that's just me, you know? That's just how I feel about it. Which being said, I mean, like, it's definitely, you know, VR headsets are still, like, in their starting off stages, and, you know, that's, we're gonna watch that stuff, like, blow up and get really good in the next, like, five years, probably, but right now, it's just not, like, the craziest thing, it's not the coolest thing yet, I mean, it's cool as shit, let's be honest, it's pretty fucking sick, but it's, uh, you know, it's definitely building up to it, you know, but, uh, yeah, so that's the, that was my experience with Oculus, I mean, and let's be honest, I've had so much fun with that headset still. It's just these, it's like, it's like I'm an old geezer now. And, you know, I can't play game, certain games without getting sick. You know, it used to be like, you know, I remember like my parents used to look at uh, us playing like the original Xbox and get motion sick from watching us play every 10 seconds. And that's just how I, I'm starting to feel with these Oculus headsets. So <laughs> I just wanted to get that out there in the world. Yeah. So there's this, um, there's this debate I saw the other day. It was, uh, it's one of those awesome, like, this or that questions like you know do you want to fight a hundred ducks or like one ten foot duck but this one this one's pretty fucking good it's um would you f okay so the question is would you rather fight an orangutan once a year but he has a sword or every time you get in your car you have to kill a chicken and when i say fight the orangutan you have to kill the orangutan too or every time you get in your car you have to kill a chicken and this one's tough because like obviously a lot of us drive constantly you know you're getting in your car and i mean you can if you get in your car you're getting in your car twice basically because you have to get in to go somewhere and you have to get in it again to leave that place that you just went to so minimum if you go on a car trip you've gotten in your car twice or you're going on a trip somewhere you've gotten you got it in your car twice so you have to kill two chickens minimum in a trip but see my question was can i use a sword to kill a chicken you know am i allowed to use weapons against this chicken fight and technically there are no rules about what you can use in the fight so i think personally i might have to go with the chicken because the orangutan you don't know this orangutan has a sword okay the, here's the thing about orangutans they are smart they got long ass arms and they're already like i'm sure they can fight like a motherfucker i don't know if they can fight like a motherfucker but i'm pretty sure they do and if he has a sword, he didn't just find it, you know? The orangutan didn't just pick it up and start walking with it. This orangutan showing up once a year to fight you. So he's trained in the way of the sword, which makes him even more dangerous than a regular chicken or a regular, a regular orangutan, if you will. Because a regular orangutan, you know, if they got the fight in them, they've got them long-ass arms, you know, they can, you know, they can probably scrap pretty good. But this one's trained in the way of the sword. He's gonna fuck you up. He's got, and then he's got that reach on top of a, a katana sword is probably what, like three or like four feet long. I mean, like, you know, like the blade wise. And then you got his arm. Hang on, let's look. Let's see. How long is an orangutan arm? We're gonna look this shit up real quick because I am gonna win this debate for anyone that's on the fence about it. Orangutan. Orangutan. Am I saying it's orangutan? Orangutan. 
Wow, I've been saying it wrong this whole time. Orangutan. I am so sorry to orangutans. Orangutan's arm length. I did not type it in right. So the orangutan arm length. They have an arm span of over seven feet. Say psych. That's two point two. So from fingertip to fingertip though. So that's three and a half feet per arm. So you're saying height is around one point five meters. This is an impressive reach. Their arms are so long that they're one and a half times longer than their legs and stretch their ankles when standing. They got a long sun. Absolutely not. And you're gonna fight him with a sword. Let's see. Katana sword length. Because I'm assuming he has a katana. Because the katanas are like the coolest swords. I think the dog just threw up a little bit, but that's okay. Between 27 and 29 inches. Okay, so that's not it's like what two that's a little over two feet. Okay, so it's not as long as I thought. The blade of a typical 40-inch katana. Oh. oh. Okay, so the blade is about three feet. But so he's got... He's still... And even then, though, so the handle's another few inches. And he's got some reach with that thing, then. He's got, like, a foot of the, the hand... Oh, my... Yeah, absolutely not. Are you kidding me? I don't think anyone's finding a fucking orangutan. Because you're not, you're not winning that fight. Once a year, he's going to pull up. Once a year. That, that's not even... He's not showing up once a year. He's showing up once. And your ass is gone. You're dead. You're a tombstone. It's simple as that. Yeah, absolutely. I'm finding a chicken every time. A little bitch. Ass, come on. I can carry a gun. I can I can have a sword. I can have a knife. You might be like, oh, well, you can have a sword against the orangutan. You know, you can learn the sword. Absolutely not. You don't know this orangutan. He's probably had even longer with the sword. You know, you, you know, because let's say, so you, you, you know, you take the bet and you take the, you know, you, you're like, oh, I'm going to fight the orangutan. He can show up at any time, at any point in the year, any point, whenever he wants. So, you know, you have basically like a 12-month period to train. Maybe. That's your max. So you might have like two months to train with a sword. He's going to fucking clap you. Absolutely. You don't know how long he's been training. And he shows up again the next year. What if he takes off an arm in your first fight? Now you already... And you, and you win the first fight, but he took an arm. Now you're already at disadvantage for the second fight. I mean, it's, it's simple, guys. It's very, very simple. <laughs> fight the fucking chicken. You can probably have a katana. You could probably have a sword or a gun or just a big shoe. If you have a big enough boot, you could kill a chicken. And like, you're in, yeah. So maybe, you know, I get in the car a lot. Yeah, I used to, I drive a lot usually. So, but that's okay. Cause I've killed, I can kill six chickens in a day and two of them are dinner for next week. You know? That's, I mean, that's pretty nice. You know, to take it to someone, you know, have them pluck the feather, the feathers, the feathers, um, pop the, you know, pop some feathers, you know, roast that bitch, fry it. You got, you got dinner every week. You got multiple dinners every week. That's amazing. Uh, I mean, I just, I don't know what this debate is. I don't think anyone would go to the orangutan. It's just, it's, it's too dangerous. It's way too dangerous. And there's just not enough. There's just not enough solids in it. There's, you're not really going to know if they, if you live or die, you know? Yeah, man. Uh, so that was, we're at 43 minutes, going into 44. That was long. I talked a lot longer than I thought I would. I thought I'd be done at 30. I thought I would honestly kind of die out there. Um, this is awesome. This is really fun. Uh, I've got two more things I want to try, or another video I'm trying to record today. So this is a good start, good um, good refresher to getting used to 
uh, to speaking for to myself <laughs> um if you stayed this long holy shit i can't believe you did it but that's pretty awesome of you especially if you got past the difficult part and got to the fun orangutan talk part because this was definitely more entertaining than the great resignation i might just have to my flippies around or something <laughs> uh no but i definitely um i definitely enjoyed our time together and i'm happy you stayed uh like i said these are probably gonna be 30 minutes long um they might go a little bit longer like now because i get carried away or have fun with it um it was actually a lot easier and a lot uh more exciting than i thought it would be but uh thank you for staying this long i hope you really did um hopefully this becomes a weekly thing uh i hope you're enjoying what you're seeing on the channel so far i hope you're enjoying seeing me having fun i hope you're having fun while you see me have fun because i'm definitely having a blast and i appreciate all the support um stay tuned uh stay safe and um rip a fat one i don't know if i rip a fat one I'd be like take a nice fart or something for me farts are okay the dogs are barking but yeah take a little toot toot you know have a little victory toot because i know i'm gonna have one <laughs> all right thanks guys peace